Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. As always, beware of spoilers like this one. The Lannister twins are stooping. <laughs> I'm Sean Dunham, and I'm joined, as always, by Queen of the Champlain and Breaker of Chains, Sonny Stanger. Hey, Lynn, well met. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined by Father of Dragons and Protector of the Southernmost Harbor, Jeremy Legui. What's that analogy for? That's right. <laughs> Move on. Today, we're finally getting around to talking about the Game of Thrones. Have you guys heard of this series? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not super familiar. This eight-season-long uh, HBO series has been appointment television for the last, like, eight or nine years and has been made dorky stories about medieval boobs and dragons into real pop culture <laughs> sphere. I love it. Sonia, how did you get into this series? Well, um, I am someone who has loved boobs and dragons uh, <laughs> for a long time. Which one do you care about more? I don't, I can't choose that. Really? I, oh, that's man. Not... What about a dragon with big pendulous <laughs> bosoms? <laughs> I'm certain the internet could deliver if I wanted to see what that might look like. Fans start sketching. So as someone who's liked fantasy for a long time, um, when I heard that Game of Thrones, which was a book series that I had not yet read when the TV show started to be a thing, um, but was like a well-known book series in fantasy mm -hmm. um, and had been something I'd me been meaning to read for a long time. When the show started coming out, I was like, oh, I'm going to read all these books and be ready for this exciting show. And then when everyone got really into it, it was so exciting because it was like, oh, now everyone's a fantasy nerd. That's normal. We can all talk about our weird fan theories, and it's a totally cool thing. So I think I read the books like as the first season was airing, Mm -hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken, and I've watched it since it started. Isn't it amazing that it's like all of a sudden, it's just like everyone can hang with the cool kids now. Like yes. it's all like it I, I so dragged happy. everyone down to like these theories. I think that's like a whole like cultural shift though, because even Marvel yeah. stuff, right? Like everything that was at one time nerdy has just like that giant counterculture has just become mainstream as they all do. Totally. But uh, I think. You know, I don't know. People are just embarrassed about stuff. And now it's like, you know, the Internet's out. Who cares? But There's I think, a community for everything. I think Game of Thrones was a, like, very specific moment for especially, like, high fantasy, like, real-ass fantasy. Well, what about, um, like, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, but I think even that was a little more niche. Like, if, like everyone watches Game of Thrones. Every single person watches Game of Thrones. That's Except for Almost. a few that will happily tell you <laughs> yeah. they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So I don't know. Anyway, but I just someone just shouted out the window. I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Sonia, what? I mean, Sonia. Thank you for oh, that I'll share comment. Some more. <laughs> Jeremy, what's mm -hmm. your relationship with Game of Thrones? Um, well, I I came to it very late. Uh, I think I started watching it season four, which was great because I could just watch oh, yeah. a ton of it. Um, I had always heard stuff. You know, like, oh, my, you're never going to believe what happens at some point in time. I heard that a lot. Anyway, uh, wife of the show, Ellen Louie, wanted to watch it with me. And that date just kept getting delayed because she wanted to read the books. I don't think that, I think she started. I don't think she ever finished. I think it just fizzled out. And then eventually we have a new family. We have a new family rule where I no longer wait to watch things because time elapses. <laughs> Either we watch it right away or it just never happens. So then I can watch it. But uh, I watched... I think the first four seasons all in one go. Like, oh, yeah. like just all as quick as I could get it. And then, uh, huge gap to watch 
the last, I don't know, the last three seasons mm. about a year ago, and then we stayed current because we didn't want to, you know, fall well, behind. Well, it's definitely this season was very, like, episode airs, the world has a comment. Like, yeah. It was Absolutely. very, like... It was so just scene, culturally. Scene happens. Twitter starts like lighting like, up my phone. Memeified yeah. to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you guys? Oh, I'll tell you about yeah. Tell us about yours. Yeah. So I plowed through all five of these books in 2012 when I was on exchange in Indonesia uh, during the rainy season, Thank and you. I would have. I would wake up at 6, and I would work until about 2 when it'd start raining, and then I would sit from 2 until sleep inside my rainy house where I couldn't communicate with anybody. What were you, so I basically just read the whole What time. were you doing there? Um, it was for Canada World Youth. It's like a volunteer Cute. exchange. Oh. It's not religious. It sounds like that. No. I did not think that it's at a, all. It's a like well-revered uh, Canadian institution hmm. and that I was, is now gone. I think. And I was no. near aging out. I was like 25, and I think that was the cutoff. So I was like, okay, I'll try this. And it was very fun. What work were you doing? Um, like picking chilies and like picking like coffee and oh tea and stuff oh yeah until you i i just assumed you were digging something wow there was like some digging a hole involved. or a trench i anyway. was the sweatiest person <laughs> on on the province on the island it's kind of like when they shipped marcella lannister off to dorn exactly right? mm-hmm. i was marcella but luckily i didn't get the old Yee. ass <laughs> or whatever they Piper, gave her viper when did you guys make this realization that the series was unlike other narratives? I'm sure <laughs> we all have the same probably answer, but... Okay, like, what? Do, well, tell me what you mean. Okay, so I mean that I was completely rock and rolled and Rick rolled by Ned Stark's death. Oh, sure, like, sure, Like, I sure, was sure. fully like, there is no way. And, like, I've seen, you know, Psycho, and I've seen Scream, and I've, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, the main person gets killed off... For, and I'm like, what a trip. But for some reason, that really threw me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so now what? It was very, it was completely mind-blowing for me. Yeah. And then it just set the stage of like, nothing is going to be, like, I don't have a steady footing on anything. Yeah, it's not, nothing's off limits. Like, this world is messy and crazy, and I don't know what's going to happen. Also, I just realized we didn't say this, mm-hmm. but like, in case it's not clear, we'll be sp- Spoiling the totality. The show's called Spoiler Alert. We will called Spoiler Alert, and it's our Game of Thrones episode. We will be playing the game all day. Yes. (laughs) Um, In the game of spoilers, you win or you die. (laughs) Wait, no, you just get things spoiled for you. Um, I knew Ned Stark was going to die before I had heard it. Like, I, Mm. I, I was four seasons late. I had also heard a ton about, like, you've got to wait for this red wedding. Like, it's so crazy. Oh. It's so beautiful. Um, All of the fabrics are red. <laughs> Is that what they were telling you? Uh, yeah. I heard nothing about it other than what it was titled. Like, I didn't know people were going to... Mm. I knew nothing about I just knew that it was some big plot event. And uh, until I watched it, I actually thought that it was like the, you know, alliance with a new house so that they could be even on the battlefield or something. Um, I really felt like maybe it's because I watched all four at once. But the gravity of people dying happened with such frequency that I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And maybe I missed out on, like, knowing the whole Ned Stark death. But people, especially in the first four seasons, left, right, and center, died. Like... Yeah. And you at the start of a new season, you could see them onload all these characters, and it's like half these people are going to... They're all, like, Star Trek, like, red suits. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the thing. I think if you didn't experience... 
that moment sort of like as it was happening culturally, which sounds so bleh, but like there was this whole thing where I think a lot of people were just watching the show because it was this like kind of prestige television. Everyone was like, ooh, it's a real big deal. Everyone was telling their friends to watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, like this winter area, these sort of <laughs> medieval folks, like, okay, warring clans, whatever. And then it's just like, okay, actually, here's what this whole thing is in that turn in the penultimate episode of the first season where Ned Stark gets his head cut off and you're like, oh, the rules are different. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people were really surprised when that happened. Mm-hmm. And part of that was like the community of surprise almost, I think, because so yeah. many people were watching it at once. Because, yeah, like people, it's just so funny because a lot, a lot of people had that shock in 1996 when that right. book came out. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, people like me had it in, like, 2012. Yeah. But then, yeah, that was, like, just a big hit to everybody. Yeah. Well, I do think, because the whole show, I think any laurel of the show is that it was just so different than any other type of show. Mm-hmm. Because people, I don't know, people who read comics or watched movies are used to people dying because it's not as precious as it is. When in a show, it's like you have showrunners who need to stay alive for 10 years because Chandler can't die on Friends. Right. Right. That would be crazy if they beheaded Chandler. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what an ending. He's well, so sarcastic. Phoebe's just screaming in the Phoebe, street. Phoebe was the one who did it. No, yeah. Phoebe. Come on. <laughs> Sweet Phoebe. <laughs> Man, I would love to. Phoebe of House Bolton. She'll betray you. Um, who had the best character arc in this story mm. who are we think who had some good ones i have a, sh- I have a short list okay um i think my favorite is Arya, just yeah. because it's so crazy <laughs> sorry i just heard a woman today talking to a child and she was like Arya, put that back <gasps> and i was like <gasps> it's happening yeah of course it's gonna happen yeah how, ma- how many more neds does the world have <laughs> i don't think anyone's picking ned out <laughs> but there's probably a couple dannies oh yeah for sure ned, ned word Short for denarius ned word <laughs> Network, yeah. Yeah, That's a long form of... uh, Eddard. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think Arya's is the best, because I was thinking of this for this episode. And just as, like, if if it was the Arya movie, that would be the most interesting. Just because, you know, like, she has all the magic. She has all the, you know, the training. And uh, probably the best part of the show was, like, her whole life leading up to killing the Night King. Like, that was was probably one of the best parts. You don't think the best part is yet to come when she travels off west? <laughs> and colonizes, presumably. <laughs> well, we're never going to see <laughs> any of it, so well, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree. And my it's funny because I'm, like, trying to see if I should be pushing myself on my true love of Arya. Like, it just makes so much sense <laughs> that she's my favorite that I'm like, oh, it's too... It's too on brand for me to love Arya this much. But I do, and I just love... But And I had to, like, set myself... I had to like set the eighth season apart almost in thinking about this question because I feel like there were so many unsatisfying arcs yeah. mm-hmm. that were just like cut short or oh, like yeah. changed at Absolutely. the end. Um, including Arya, where she just sort of like has this triumph of literally saving humanity and then kind of does nothing for the rest of the and season. Like, and then has this weird turn in King's Landing where she's Running away from the dragons? Anyway, so, but I would say Arya or um, even Sansa, I think, is an underrated one. Um, yeah, Sansa's mine. With the caveat that, like, the whole trauma makes you into a more interesting I'm and complex human. a little bit. Yeah. Like, that, I can't with that. So, like, her, 
it's almost like in spite of what the showrunners put that character through, I think that like her arc is the most interesting to me. Um, yeah, there are others, but those are some standouts. Yeah, I think I agree with that, is that Sansa has the most, I feel like, is fully uh, forged by Iron through this yeah. like, story. And yeah, it is annoying that they were like, that she's like, I welcome my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Sansa never had an act three. Like yeah. she had a really good setup, a super good middle thing. Yeah. And then she like got her revenge and they were like, she's done. Well, well, and, and now she's like, let's Brexit. Yes. That moment when they were like, well, it clearly has to be the person with the most interesting story. And I'm like, Okay, so I guess probably Sansa, maybe Arya, like given who's sitting at this table, and then they're like Bran, and we're like, sorry, who? What? <laughs> Even Bran was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Even the actor was like, is this a mistake? Like, are they? Is this yeah. like a thing that they're doing to throw us off? And that was, and when they go to his face, and he's like, I knew all the time. <laughs> Why do you think like, I'm here? <laughs> I think that's what he said. Tommy, oh, and it's like, wait, so. Couldn't you have avoided some of this by anyway? Can you not see the future? Yeah. Can you? Is that not knew. a thing you can do? That's the. That's what is like. I don't know if it was an injustice to the actors or if this is just how their writing was. But like, for them to not know like what is coming, it's like how are you supposed to play someone mm -hmm. that like is sort of omnip omnipotent if you actually, as an actor, don't know anything? Yeah. I I do honestly believe that there were the writers of this show in a room you know, 18 months ago, and they had four endings on the wall, and they said, you know what, we just got to throw a dart, because none of these are going to hold up. We just need to pick one. And I, I mean, allegedly they've known for years, but... But this is not the ending that George R. R. Martin told No, them. but allegedly they've also known their ending oh, for, I, like, several years. That's, that's... But I mean... Mm. I would love to... Um, I would love to pay a patreon and just get in and see in the meeting <laughs> between the george team. and them and then george being like okay this is what i had planned mm -hmm. do what you can because those two honestly though are probably some i was thinking about this today are some of the most hated people on this earth db weiss DB? and david benioff like the fans are mad mm -hmm. y'all i went on reddit for a bit today and i was like Oh my God! Like, are they getting hate mail? It's probably <laughs> mail. <laughs> oh my God! Someone's That's mailing them. Like, I was going to say death threats, but then I said hate mail. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's also like, as far as endings go, it's they not goofed. of well, it's not the biggest. It's it not the most bad. epic. It's not the most epic bad ending. Do either uh, of you watch? Do either of you watch Dexter? Yeah, I actually didn't, but I heard that it's a that ending tip. was spectacular. What I saw some really line? good memes about. Um, the ending of Dexter. Mm -hmm. He like it just the last season of that show just like really jumps the shark and mm -hmm. all these truly wild things happen. And basically, spoiler alert for the end of Dexter, he leaves his son with his uh, serial killer brother and goes off and becomes a lumberjack. Um, his sister gets killed and he dumps her b body mm -hmm. in the ocean. He like steals her body in plain sight and dumps it in the ocean. It just is a series of things where you're like, what? how? Mm -hmm. What? Was How, it, what? Did it finish in 2008 or something? Yeah. Because remember there was that crazy writer's strike and so many shows just went off oh. the rails. No, I don't think, I don't it, think it, it was after that. Yeah, it no, was, that, that it, was... It might have been have in that, that but it was not. Because I, I remember so many, like, 
like weeds and stuff like that we're oh, just yeah. like oh this storyline is wild yeah. or like this show was really mm-hmm. cool and now they, i don't understand because the interns took over yeah there's just like a bunch of <laughs> writing scabs took over and- um well heroes i don't know if you guys ever heard mm, did yeah. you watch that show i did not um they had save a cheerleader that's all i know yeah <laughs> they they had an okay first season a very good second season or start of second season writer strike happened so they cut it short and then they had kept writing. Like, there was more stuff. Oh, yeah. And all of it got canned. Like, all of it got put away, and the other people wrote, and that's why the show failed. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And uh, I think they were, like, they were pretty sure it was going to do six seasons. Like, that was what it was shaping up to be. And I can't remember how many did three or four, but they lost, like, so many millions of dollars because of the writer's strike. And it was just absolutely about timing. And they, like, killed people who were essential that they didn't know were, oh, you know, like, was the whole thing. They didn't yeah. save the cheerleader. Oh, uh, they saved the cheerleader. You okay. can't. You couldn't kill the cheerleader. Yeah. That okay, was not y'all. We've, we've gotten so far off topic. I mean, oh, so have we? We have so much to talk about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were. Sorry. Done. Good. Kay. That was a good story, though. What you watch? Who? Who sucked? Who was too much? Who? Is, who was not a great character? Okay. Well. Okay. So in the to- on the theme of arcs, one arc that I feel was, like, almost. I'm so mad about it. It's making me mad. Oh my God, what Almost doing? like inexcusably floundered is Jamie Lannister. Because yeah. there was this incredible arc of like, he was this truly diabolical character who pushed a child out of a window because he saw him hooking up with his he sister. He pushed the future mm. and then, king out Bran, the He broke Bran, Bran the Broken. Bran the Broken, which also like... Oh my God, he tried to kill several kids. Ableism. Yeah. Bran um, the Broken. I was like, we're going with that? That was crazy. And how the caption was like... Brand the Busted is now in charge. That's uh, like you, you know why they do that, right? What? Ellen told me it's you. You take the worst attribute mm, and then yeah. you make it the the highlight so they can't. So yeah, yeah, it's that. Well, and it's kind of a callback to that thing, Tyrion. There's that episode. Ba- um, can I say that word? Betards. Betards and broken things. It's like mm-hmm. something's betards and broken things, and it's Tyrion's whole thing about you take what they laugh at you about and mm, you own yes. it and by yeah. that you're powerful so i like it was kind of a callback to that but it like not explicitly enough so it was mm-hmm. just out of place anyway back anyway, to totally <laughs> yeah. cap on that jamie goes from being that guy to somehow having this like redemption where you start to care about him and he's interesting and there's all these shades of nuance in his actions and you and think then, that he has an integral part to the end of the yes. movie, of the show and then they have they got i think they got lost in the weeds when they f- gave into the all the shipping i was doing about him and brianne you did it mm-hmm. i did it It was my fault you're you're I wrote in, all that fan you're driving all those <laughs> ships. You, you were for that That's- and then he just goes back to cersei and you know maybe if he'd gone back and there'd been some resolution there like he I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't work for me, and it just felt so cut short. And then they just died. Well, they did. Anyone with the last name Lannister just got cut off. Yeah. And they're not the only ones because, like, what you know, Braun or whatever his name, he had an ending. They gave him an ending. But uh, I, I honestly think that they just didn't know what to do, so they just said, you know what, they they die in a cave. But there's even parts that are like the. Fully a prophecy that nerds remember is like, you'll die like by the hand of your little brother. And it's like, and everyone's like, oh my God, it could be Tyrion, but it also could be what's his face because they make a big, like Jamie, because they make a big deal about him coming right after her, holding her heel. Yeah. And so it's like, how amazing would that be? Mm. And it just wasn't it. Nope. 
And it's not even they died. I can even see if he had a loving embrace around her neck or something when they died as a like, oh, we got you. Mm-hmm. Not even that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one where I'm just like, that's, that, I feel cheated a little. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> I know. It was just like removing care. Like they just had to, you know, check every box. And even, how do you say the the hound and the bear? Oh, yeah. The, the Clagains. Yes. Like even them. Like that was not satisfying. Oh, there see, was that no... was one of the only parts I liked. Really? Aside from, a, a two, or a especially two, Cersei, a two-minute fight by. on, yeah. on <laughs> the stairwell. Yeah, that confused. Anyway, if that I knew how the to make a gif, geography of King's Landing. What I would do. I'm sure it's out there, Shawnee. Also, I just have to say, if you go back just a few weeks on this very podcast, you will hear me defending the episode, the Battle of Winterfell, with almost every fiber of my being. And I just realized I was watching. Um, the documentary that they made on HBO mm-hmm. it's called like The Last Watch or something about yeah. the final oh, season and it just okay. made me realize like I'm in deep mourning for this franchise that I loved and I was deeply in denial about how bad this season was <laughs> and I just have to really face it Why did? how did that change you? it just made me realize like how much I love the show and how sad I am that some of these things weren't what they could have been what they had the potential to be mm-hmm. and it made me realize like i have to be honest with myself about okay that. Well, it just takes how a bad big woman to be honest with herself on that yeah. note i do have a comment okay. and i i think we should get it out now before okay. the break so everyone has time i don't Process. think this is the best show ever like i don't even think this is a f- like this is a 50 percent show for me that's fair yeah. and it always was i never really understood why people thought it was so nuts mm. And I think it was because they killed people at a rate no other show had ever done. I think that's the only reason. And it was like, yeah, it was that, and it was like the sort of unpredictability factor that people were fully like, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen, that made it such an iconic, like, you know, piece of television. Mm-hmm. And the big battles. Because I was going through, like, all battles. these lists of people's favorite, like, best episodes or whatever, mm-hmm. and the big battles are often the ones at the very top. But even, like, in the first two seasons, there was that big battle. I do not know the what Black it's called. The Blackwater? Battle of the Blackwater. I have no idea. Probably. It's the one where Jamie gets captured. Yeah. They don't show anything. You see nothing. You see right. some smoke and some horses. And it's, oh, not that it's, battle of the Blackwater. Okay. Anyway. But you, it's all after, yeah. right? Because they didn't have the budget for it then. And I yeah. wonder if... Like, people enjoy watching that. I did think that the Battle of Winterfell was too long. Mm-hmm. I thought the Battle of the the Beatards was sort of a better choreograph. Like, it had better yeah. chunks of things happening, and you could see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge, huge benefit part of there. It. But, uh... <laughs> Seeing what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I just... Did the end of the show lean so heavily on sort of its pillars that it just lost all of the flavor well, in between? no, because I think one of its key pillars was the, like... People talking about the weird politics of this mm-hmm. made-up realm. Yeah. Like, that's the best of the show to me, is, like, people in rooms talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, that was, like, such an essential thing. And that was the best... I mean, the best episode of the season was episode two, I think, where everyone... It was basically, like, meet-up, mix-em-up episode, mm-hmm. um, which was people in rooms talking. Yeah. So... I don't know. <laughs> Tie up all these loose ends. Yeah. So let's get all these people. <laughs> yeah. And Which they then didn't do. Yeah, like, uh, so sa- a satisfying end, uh, that I, like, when Joffrey dies, it yeah. is, like, such a beautiful, triumphant moment where you are, you feel so vindicated that this little... Doesn't... Oh, right, no. I was thinking of his brother. Sorry. <laughs> no, that <laughs> is like, very sad. Just... Yeah, yeah, that's sad. But... That's not what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. 
Um, but it's just like, why? Like, this is what big villains, like, what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. And to have it just fizzle is just so blue balls mm-hmm. of this show. It's yeah. True. It really is true. And, uh, I don't know, I just felt like, yeah, there were sort of other points where if it had ended, it would have been better. Yeah. And had we done, like, a what's going to happen, I thought that John and Danny would be denied their love because they would have to keep fighting. Like, I mm. thought that was the end of the show. Like, if they're never going to get out of this, it's just going to keep going forever. And now it's just the North versus South. Go. And, uh... It was worse than that. <laughs> it yeah. was not even as good as like yeah, an ending. Yeah, that I thought. Like I, I thought for sure that was gonna be the lame ending, and then it fell short of that. Yeah, Mark. Oh, it would have been great if they just fast forward fifty years. <laughs> that would have been good. Old too. people still fighting each other, riding uh, dragons together. Well, a dragoon. Just the one. Yeah, just the one. Well, you could if we're writing the ending, you could have rewritten the whole season, right? Like, well, right. But even I think the things that, like, because a lot of people were so dissatisfied with the Night King being taken out in episode three, which, like, I mm-hmm. get. But even then, they still managed to mess up the last three episodes of the season, where it was like, okay, now you've left yourself these three episodes to really do to something. deal with, like, you know, Cersei, for example, and then who had, who just did nothing this whole season. She was just in a tower drinking wine. Mm-hmm. She just looked out a window. And then she got squashed. Mm-hmm. She squished. got squashed. Squished. <laughs> Completely squashed. <laughs> squashed. I don't know, Not y'all. a fitting end. Do you guys think they should have done a surprise next season? Hmm. Like, like something cliffhanger at the end. Guess what, folks? Four more episodes coming in 25 years. Boom. Like not like not with the season ending as it did. Yeah, mm. like as it is now. Like I'm, I kind of want to leave for talking the last episode, like the wrap up and stuff for the, after the break. But mm. yeah, leaving it as is now is like we might as well be very like right back at the beginning. Like it's basically the same people in charge. <laughs> like it's like this whole series didn't happen. Well, the Starks are more in power, but. But I think there's reason to believe, honestly, that a civil war would break out in Westeros like within a year. Any minute, yeah. They all basically picked a name out of a hat. Well, it's ba- no. It's, I think it's essentially once once Bran the Broken dies, whoever's elected next fights his sister or her. But like, even right, but, like that's. But even before that, like now that the North is separate, mm-hmm. Dorne's going to want to be separate. Mm-hmm. The Greyjoys aren't going to stay just complacent just because they like they never will. Mm-hmm. Those great joys are feisty. I, I just think the peace will last one king. The I realm is not stable. It's basically oh, the no, same position. Like, <laughs> there's, they're back at having a king who hates being a king and has no legitimate heir, as they were with, um, Baratheon, mm. Robert Baratheon. We're right back there. Well, didn't right he, back. Didn't he have Joffrey? What was the? Oh, I guess. But he wasn't he, legitimate. Yeah. Well, but everyone thought he was. But it, that was the whole beginning. Was the gag. Ned Stark found out. Mm-hmm. And was like, wait a second, golden hair, and then got his head chopped off. So it, in that way, I do kind of like the circular nature mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, oh, maybe if they made more of a like, if they hit that on the head, maybe yeah, a little some more. of the stuff I think. Yeah. But I kind of think that's an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I be also honest, think they, that. Need, they needed two more episodes. Yeah, and I get that it's expensive and hard to figure out. But it, two more to have people yeah. talk in rooms probably would have gone quite a ways. Well, I was thinking that as I was watching this documentary today, too, because 
the production like was such a huge part and that's mm-hmm. something I hadn't really fully thought about was just how huge the production was yeah. and they kind of said this has to be the last episode of Game of Thrones because I don't think it could get bigger than this mm. in terms of some of the stuff they did but I was like why didn't they like use this more then mm-hmm. like if you're going that big yeah give us two mm-hmm. more episodes anyway yeah. so. just saying well I think it's time now to listen to a word from our sponsors Pour yourself a big goblet of wine and give your brother a smooch. We'll be back with Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonny Stanger, and Jeremy Legui. We're going to chat more Game of Thrones in a minute, but first we'll play a game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Just kidding. We don't want to get sued. I don't think we... uh, Not for the bambas. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend actually quite a bit of time this week trying to find a title (laughs) that these two have not seen or read. Because Sean is well versed in the the Game of Thrones world, in a, in the songs of ice and fires. Oh, I know all the songs. Um, I I find a title. I tell them what the title is. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh, and uh, sometimes people might win or lose. But uh, I think Sean might have an edge this time because I don't know if he's read this or not. Oh, so, let's see yeah. where we're at. So, big hint number one: this is a book because all watchables have been watched, mm. as far as I understand. Mm. So, uh, you, this could either be, you know, a show, a movie, or a book. Sure. Whatever. I would like you to tell me. Right, right, of time. right, right. The title this week is called Tales of Dunk and Egg, <laughs> colon, The Hedge Knight. That title again, Tales of Dunk and Egg, colon, The Hedge Knight. Is colon spelled out, or is it? No, it is <laughs> a dot. It, yeah, okay. it, is, it is a dot with another dot above got it. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I believe that this is a story about two best friends, uh, Duncan and Craig. Um, their <laughs> nicknames are Duncan Egg. <laughs> um, they're investors, uh, and they become joint managers of a hedge fund. <laughs> Things go very well for a while, but then they start messing around with some risky markets and realize maybe they aren't hedge knights at all, but pawns. Is it, uh, is this in Dorn or Westeros? This is in modern day. <laughs> this is in this universe. All right. Bold choice. Bold yeah. choice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I might know. No, I don't think I know. Go for it. I don't think I actually know. So I reach think I reach for the stars. Um, okay. I'm going to say that this is um, a Game of Thrones offshoot myth um, set in the past about um, two dragons. And dunk an egg. Cute. <laughs> and one of them wants to become a knight, but um, he can't because he's a dragon. Mm, talk to Brienne, honey. You can do whatever exactly. you want. Exactly. Smash those glass ceilings. <laughs> you just need knights to make other knights, you guys. Dragon it's glass no. ceilings. Dragon <laughs> glass ceilings. That's much that's better. A, Thank you. Well, um, I don't think that's my choice. Sonya. Is it actually about Aegon Targaryen? Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Is it? Uh, egg? Yeah, yeah, that's what he called it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> did, so did you know this? Because you were painfully close. Um... No, but I knew that egg. I was pretty sure egg was short for Aegon Targaryen mm-hmm. because um, what's his name? The Maester says it one time. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! I would order brunch called egg on Targaryen. Egg on Targaryen. <laughs> and Dunk, uh, I cannot find his name in this wall of text in front of me, but he is the uh, the the leader of the Night's Watch. He's Lord Commander right. when Jon Snow arrives. Right. Oh. Anyway, this is about Mormont. Yes, this is about <laughs> the, the big another bear, Mormont. The great bear. Yeah. This is about their youth. And uh, the hedge knight is a knight that dies, and then uh, Dunk tries to become a knight by lying. And that's what it's about. 
I did not continue to read further because I felt that synopsis was appropriate. That it is, is quite appropriate. Um, the, uh, the, the actual part of the book, because this is actually a third of a book titled The Hedge Knight, along with The Sworn Sword and The Mystery Knight, are all part of The Tales of Duncan Egg, which is mm. a book that he wrote. George R.R. himself. Right. Anyway, the game, uh, you, both of you lose again. Uh, yeah. The game Ooh. is lovingly brought to you by the RPL F- Film Theater. It's the best theater in town. We love them. I like They're to sit- our queen. Yeah, I like to sit there and watch things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting me to I say, I like but to go yeah. there and sit with my back to the screen. Oh, boy. And just watch the projector. You're just a listener. Yeah. yeah. Um, in other news, CJTR's annual Music Garage Sale is on Sunday, June 23. Oh, from, boy. From noon to 4 p.m. at the Core Ritchie. Why is it called that? Come by Neighborhood garage. Center. Admission, two bones, which is dollars. Or maybe I don't know what Game of Thrones money is, but it's two of them. Uh, there will be the word thousands of LPs and CDs, stereo equipment, musical instruments, and more at low prices. Hot dogs for sale. RPL mm. will be holding a scavenger hunt for the children's. All money raised from the sale will go to uh, 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. For more information, visit cjtr.ca. We are still looking for donations of vinyl records, instruments, or music-related items. If you have items you would like to drop off, call 306-525-7274 or visit cjtr.ca. You know, guys, I actually heard a rumor that they're going to be selling the loot that they were playing during the Red Wedding. Oh, You know M- when they were playing the Rays G. of Castamere? Oh, L-U-T-E. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought you meant like a pirate's loot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some booty. <laughs> some booty? You, can, you know where you could get some booty? Where? At the garage sale. Yeah. <laughs> some loot. I would go there. All right, for, anyway. For, for that for that reason. I don't know. You guys. Okay. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think that I probably know the answer to this. But I'll just ask, do you guys think that it stuck the landing, the 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 King's Landing? Did it did it end appropriately? <laughs> this is a dumb question. I, I know mean, that we don't actually, that no one thinks that. No, but I appreciate that you're going to ask the question mm-hmm. just in case. Uh, I think it just kind of ended. Yeah. And that's a negative thing. I think for a landing, as far as landings go, the gymnast hit, t- ended the tumble Tripped a little bit, but then recovered, and then later found out she had a broken ankle. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about yeah. it, honestly. Yeah, no, adrenaline keeps you up. Yeah. That is what happened to you. That is kind adrenaline of adrenaline kept you standing, and then only after you realized. Yeah. You had I was a like, ankle. I still liked it. It was okay, <laughs> and then it stop defending it, Sonya. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they ticked some boxes. They like, I mean, it was an ending. Mm-hmm. They, it especially, you know, ending. if you were someone who was like a real House Stark stand, maybe you were happy-ish because it really focused on those four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a lot of it. They just, it felt rushed to get there, yep. and it wasn't satisfying in many ways. Which is funny because I feel like that's what the cast would say in interviews when they were trying not to say that they hated it. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny how everyone's like. <laughs> Yeah, it was such a surprise they, to us. They might not like it, but they'll be satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is what a lot of them said. Um, yeah, it was. It just like did feel like such a letdown because this whole time you're following like this agent of change, like this whole like the whole series. You're mm-hmm. like she's shaking things up. She's gonna do some stuff. Uh, she's like an unlikely hero, but then, as I just said, it ends with literally the same people in charge. Tyrion is. Like, 
a great character, but he's just like a corrupt li- like leader, mm-hmm. a corrupt little hand. He gets his corrupt little friend Braun to be the accountant. They're the worst leaders. They get Long Island Medium to be the <laughs> king, um, who like doesn't seem to like nothing before that episode seemed like it was going to be leading no. up to it, and um, and yeah, and then Sansa's out, and it just is like. Though, and also those huge laughs at the democracy question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, this is just too... It's not really funny in this moment to be mm-hmm. like, we're subverting democracy. Like, p- idiots that are like that are selfish are in charge. It's just like, this is how our, this is how our kingdom goes, mm. is it? And also just, you know, like, that the Unsullied and the Dothraki just, like, sail away. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Uh, there are like the many criticisms of depictions of women and people of color in this show, and like, and then yeah, they're like everyone they of just color. Ship them off. We're shipping you out. <laughs> well, first you thought they were all dead, but then you're like, oh, there are still a whole bunch of Unsullied and Dothraki. Mm-hmm. Actually, where did they come from? Who's to say? Um, but then they just didn't really factor in. They were defending uh, the other side of the castle. It's actually really calm over there. Yeah, they're old White Walkers. I saw a really great meme of um, all the Starks being like, "Is he gone yet?" And then they're like. Just kidding, John. You don't have to go to the wall. Right, like that's <laughs> it's a like thing. who's enforcing that now? <laughs> Why didn't they just wait? It's easy. He's honor bound. I do think that the for the end, the biggest slip up was just the whole like arc of Daenerys being like really. They just mess with her character too much. Because I was talking to a friend about it, and he was saying like he thinks that she had done enough in the past to justify what she did. Yeah. And in the final episodes, Tyrion, like, she did all these horrible things. Don't forget that that happened. I just don't... I think that there should have been, like, a few more dramatic points where she really lost it. I agree. To, yeah. to, to get we to the conclusion We needed to see her really thought. lose it. Because they'd done the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she burned the Tarleys at the beginning of the season. Right, yeah. Um, even, like, it was always that tension between her idealism and her practices, mm-hmm. which also is, like, a very interesting thing to think about. Is like, oh, is there such thing as a, you know, just revolution? Like someone cetera. fighting against tyrants so hard yeah. that suddenly they are a tyrant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but just the, like... Just the ins the there was no decline. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, oh, now she's crazy. They sort of hinted at it, mm-hmm. and and it also is disappointing that like, you know, the two the two sort of most powerful women in the series both just either like I feel like Danny's character was betrayed and Cersei's was just like wiped out, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, so well, I don't and know. also like a huge miss for them in like the reflexivity of does she think she's going crazy yeah and that never like she there was no doubt in her until this season and it was just so little you know like they could have long ago if they had this ending in mind decided to have her like snap a few times and like have some of these issues that they cover up because then maybe it would plant the seed of like what is she gonna do when she gets there yeah but nobody nobody thought of it and she was just upset because they killed her friend like that was it yeah. That was all. Um, and how is her hair covered in perfect plates if Miss Sandai is, is dead? not there to lay her edges? <laughs> how is that possible? I know. <laughs> Just kidding. But, but so, for real. Do you guys think, did John make a good decision or is he dumb? And is Drogon on John's side because he didn't burn him up? Drogon? Is he like, you know what? You're right. Like, I think the implication is that Drogon thinks the chair stabbed his mom. <laughs> what? And that's why he melted it. I honestly think that's. 
I didn't think that initially. In a way, the chair did stab his mom. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of, right? Like, But it's like, he's not burning it because he has an understanding of the powerful sociopolitical metaphor. You don't metaphor. know about dragons. He's a dragon. I thought they were supposed to be like that intelligent. Yeah, but then how come he can't do a simple whodunit, as one tweet meme notoriously said? Well, I don't think he... Correct me if I'm wrong. The dragon could not kill John. That well, we never know up. because we never got to see him getting burnt and then not being burnable. Burnable. It was well, teased, but mm. um, yeah, I still but don't know. Also, if, if, I, if is blue like, fire's hot. maybe the dragon yeah. is like realizes that she went full Targaryen, yeah. and is like, it had to be done. Thank you. Snatch her body, leave. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think. Dang it, mom. John did the right also thing, that I think. sort of dumb shot. I just have to bring it up. You think it's dumb? When she walks out and then those wings just like it. come from behind her. I loved it. I was oh, like, yeah, no, I oh, was, yeah. she's a dragon. No. I loved it. Okay. Amelia Clark is a queen. I feel she was cheated. I really liked mm-hmm. that video of her finding out her fate. And her eyebrows are like so whack. And she just yeah. like slides under the table. Well, yeah. at, at that script reading, she knew. She knew. Okay, yeah. so oh, there's a, there's the yeah. segment from the documentary, The Last Watch, where they're at their final table reading. Um, and the script, the one of the like script supervisors is just is explaining that like some of them will come in having read all of it. Some of them will like maybe just have read their parts mm-hmm. and some of them like haven't read it. And they explicitly say Kit hasn't read it. So you watch Kit Harrington as they're reading the sign, mm-hmm. the scene where he stabs Danny, and I think she already knew. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he was a gagged. Yes, he didn't and, like it. Well, he because uh, he he's talked about it because he said reading it and like kind of semi being in character, he thought like it was just really emotional for him. To yeah, have to of do course. That. And then in retrospect, he just thought like it was so. I don't know. Like, they had so much going on, and then that's just how it happened, yeah. like, you know? When it w- I think it was quite out of character, to be honest, mm-hmm. because his whole thing is, like, doing the right thing, and he knows that that's Honor his bound. true self. Like, yeah. when he betrays Egret early on, it's because he feels so honor-bound to the Night's Watch. So, I don't know. I just think... I don't know. Maybe he still knows nothing. Maybe she's right. He knows right. nothing. Exactly. Yeah. No, At least he got a wife right out of the, the show. Time. That dude knows nothing. <laughs> um, is he married to her? No, he's married to Rose Leslie, who played Egret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, that's cute. It is. And, uh, well, as for the what the dragon thought. Yeah, what did the dragon think? I mean, we have a tweet know. from a dragon whisperer. <laughs> what do they have to say? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe, maybe he was just like, you know what, you guys suck, and then I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah but also, is there no possibility that he'll ever come back? Like, are they just like, oh yeah, now there's a dragon out there? Yeah, they like, live for a long time. Well, uh, yeah, he could just run around the world for a long. Brand said that he was going to try and find him. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He said he's he's oh. going to look for him, which makes me assume that he's just sitting on the Iron fr- Throne, eyes white. Worgen around. around. Just, which we know. hardly got to see. Yeah. Why did he warg into a, a crow when he Not was in the weirwood that one mm. time? We all want to know why he didn't warg into the ice dragon. We all want to know Amazing. That. How amazing. Use I your know. powers. You know what would have been no the best? No one used their powers. Is if, like, during the, the Battle of Winterfell, John fell off his dragon... And then the dragon swooped around in a way we had not seen before and catches him and then gives him a thumbs up. 
in midair. That would because be, it's his that would be awesome. That would you know, be saving him. That would be awesome. And then uh, together they, you know. But no. Um, deny me Game of Thrones, my dragon thumbs up. For a bit of a wrap up, um, I just want to know, is there a bizarre fan theory that you guys have heard that is that you find funny? <laughs> There's one that I find, it's, I guess it's not that funny. <laughs> it's not, is it bizarre? It's not actually what, funny. Is, what is it? Yeah. That Mira um, Reed was secretly John's twin sister. Who also, is yeah, Mira why Reed? Is, where is Mira at exactly, this point? Exactly, where is Mira, where is... Where's Shelly Miscavige and where's Mira? Who's Mira? Mira Reed is the one who saved Bran, basically. She's like a frog, like a bog woman. Oh, I I thought she she died. No. No, she just she just gave up. She stayed she stayed uh, uh, beyond the wall, I believe. Oh, okay. After that, Um, but anyway, they're the same age, and Mm. there was all these theories that she was secretly also the daughter of. of Lyanna and Rhaegar, wow. and that there were they would be twin Targaryens. Oh, that's fun. I know, and I, that's the thing is there were so dang many interesting fan theories, and so many things they set up throughout the show, like important lore that just never came. Here's to me. a really important one that I thought you should know. Yeah, tell me. Um, a lot of people believe that Varys is a merman. <laughs> 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 also, oh, he, was he, he was cheated. Robbed. He was completely cheated. He but yeah, no, the hairless—they make sense. Yeah, um, he's slippery. The water. So there's all these like Brienne hears in a feast of crows about man-eating fish creatures that walk on two legs, and then in Game of Thrones, Arya sees Varys and Ilario ascend from a well from water, <gasps> uh, and then once Tyrion Tyrion threatens him and. Uh, Vera says, storms come and go, the big fish eat the little fish, and I keep paddling, <laughs> hinting at his sea-dwelling nature. I love it. Yeah, that would have been great. story covers why he never has to change in public and mm. show his genitals and why he has no human sexual preference. Um, and also this season, Tyrion washed up to shore, Varys right beside him. You're not How wrong. How did they survive that? You're not wrong. I, you Unless know, I he was an s- extremely skilled swimmer. I think, no. <laughs> I think this is real. I think this is totally real. I'm going to choose to believe that that's now part of what That's happened. part of the myth. Yeah. That's better than the ending he got. That's he also true. looked very unhappy in that table read mm-hmm. scene. He's lying. It's a Because he wouldn't just submit himself like that anyway. Yeah. Um, Give up. I did hear... and. I think, well, I, I texted you guys this, so you you know, but uh, there was rumor of three spinoffs right. uh, in the works from Game of Thrones, and uh, the the thoughts were that it would be two Aegon, of the three... Drogon, well, and... <laughs> just kidding. Two of the three Starks, and then what happened with the Mad King beforehand. Yeah. So the ending of that would have been Jamie, a young Jamie Lannister killing. Yeah. Um, they have all since been squashed because oh. the... Fan because of the reaction, the outrage. People. Yeah, um, wow. you know, because of HBO, if the people want it, they're going to give it to them. And I bet yeah. you, in two or three years, there'll be something. Maybe uh, they would get different showrunners or something. Probably, I think so. Because I think people would be happy with that. Mm-hmm. But they need to let this die down. Yeah. Before yeah. they, and I do wonder if they have to let George finish the book before mm. they could. They George, could use more. like. Is slated for two more, right? Mm-hmm. Two more books? That's like what the series was supposed to have, I think. For real. Yeah. And he just is fully, like, not going to do it. But 
It's so sad. His I mean, last he, one was in 2011. Yeah. He's just trying to die before <laughs> he's willing himself. This is one of the longest breaks that he's taken between, so I don't mm-hmm. believe it's going to happen. I think he's stuck. Because it is. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this would be a very hard series to end. Mm-hmm. No one's saying that it wouldn't be. And in the, These are hard fans to satisfy. And the books well, broke apart from the show much earlier than this season. Yeah. Right? Like, he still It has was, like, a, mid-fifth season. Yeah, he has a ton of people that never yeah. even saw the show. Right. Characters who never made it into the show. Well, yeah. Who he still has to and fold in. Spoiler alert, so but I was so mad that Lady Stoneheart, Catelyn, as a zombie, never came in. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing in the book? Yeah. Yeah, she comes... Sorry, spoiler. She survived... Or, like, she comes back as a zombie. Is she the, What are they called? Bring her back. Yeah. Uh, like... Oh, like um, they did with what's his name? Yeah. She's like kind of like a White Walker, like a good White Walker. A Grey Walker? I mean, technically, she's kind of the same as John, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's like a little more it's scarier creepy in the books, and yeah. she's a little weird. But, can she? But like, but she's can she still, talk and yeah, she yeah. talks and oh. she's still trying to do good stuff. But she's wow. just a, a bizarre person. She's now. looking for revenge she's after that red wedding. I'll tell you. Um, well, shall we uh, bid say our last night's watch to? And now our show. watch is ended. And now our watch is ended. I was like, what's the saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. You guys, what you been watching this week? Um, mine's not like new or notable, really. Um, I've just been mainlining Jane the Virgin. It is a v- endlessly watchable show. I started watching it like quite a while ago. I think when it sort of was first on Netflix, right. and then I just got to a certain point, and something sad happened in the show, and it made me sad. But I just never came <laughs> back to it. So I restarted again at the beginning, and I've been watching it, and it's just delightful. And you know that sad thing's still coming, right? I'm, I've passed it now, okay. and I was ready for it. I just looked up. It's technically a telenova. Telenovela. Yeah, that's yeah. Thank you for saying it right. You're welcome. <laughs> and it is it like and it's like a take on the whole telenovela like on all the tropes and it makes all these references. It's very meta. It's mm. it's a delight. Meta telenovela. It's a meta telenovela. Wow, that's fine. I don't think I can say that Telenove- word. Telenovela. Telenovela. Um, so I this week, um, friend of the show Nathaniel and I dropped an edible, ordered <laughs> some food, turned on Homecoming. Which is <gasps> Beyonce's dog of her performance in Coachella, and basically had a very crazy several hours. Did you cry? It was wild. I my <laughs> mouth. There's like several moments where I was raising food to my mouth and it just paused and it stopped, <laughs> like mouth agape because I like couldn't look away. It was just like every movement and intention is so precise, and there's so many people, and they're all doing working so hard and just like the quality is astounding and like without even all those there's like this sort of backup background stuff of like she had she gave birth like a you know eight months before that and like worked herself into this iron woman shape in like a very short amount of time and organized everything in a short amount of time but like even that aside the whole show is just like spectacular Mm -hmm. and I was completely agog and aghast. Ah. Both gogs and gassed. Rightfully so. It was like, because I was kind of waiting to watch that at the perfect time, and then the time came, and it was <laughs> and like, it was right. this is exactly what I needed. And the, the moon covered the sun, and all was well. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I need to be doing more stuff. I know. If you need a kick in the butt for some ambition, just think about Beyonce. Yeah. 
She what does about, a lot. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jeremy? Uh, I watched, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, I watched a little movie called Death of Stalin. It's on Netflix. Mm, oh, my gosh. It's I watched good. That too. Uh, it's so good. Oh, my God. This is actually my second viewing mm. of it just because the first time, like, there's so much going on. It's so crazy. And the way they act, you know, like, I, I'm a huge fan of, like, the whole, you know, it's in so set in Soviet Russia. Is anyone going to use a Russian accent or anything? No, <laughs> no. not at all. Yeah. And uh, some of the guys look so close as to what they were supposed to, how they're supposed to look. And they're all just so funny. Like, it's yeah. all super funny. My favorite part is still they missed recording <laughs> the, the radio uh, opera what it, thing. And then they made everybody come back <laughs> and get a new conductor to re-record it because Stalin wanted the, the, the record. Yeah. And, like, it's so ridiculous. But uh, that kind of stuff probably happened all the time because oh, yeah. everyone was so afraid of him. And then uh, the vacuum that, that erupts after it's gone is just great. It's just like a mini scramble Game of Thrones. Yeah. And all of it's so ridiculous when they argue about curtains. Yeah. And I, like, I feel like I kind of wanted it to go a little more madcap. Like there was mm-hmm. parts where I yeah. thought it would go a little more and it didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was really fun. And I really liked, uh, was it his daughter? Like... There's like a, I, I forget who she was. Mm-hmm. There was just like like his daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that actress was. There's so many people in that film that I've never seen of before, and she mm-hmm. was like so funny. I had such a kick out of her. She was great. Mm-hmm. She was great movie. <laughs> Super apathetic. Too. Well, not apathetic, but just like everyone. Like he dies, and everyone's just immediately worried about themselves. Yeah. And then some people see it as opportunity. And it's just crazy. And I guess that's pretty close to what happened. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of, like, people were literally freaking out about the pleats and curtains because if you didn't have an opinion, you didn't care. Yeah. And all this kind of junk, which is just insane. It is just ridiculous. Communists, right? God. Gosh. <laughs> Gotta love them. <laughs> <laughs> Die. <I> really do. <laughs> Die. <laughs> uh, well. I think that's another end of our great episode. Mm-hmm. Also, I listened last week when I was gone, you guys. It was very fun. <laughs> Just the two of you, Gabin. Thank you. Gabin about Queens. It was a mad gab. It was a real mad gab. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song, Manatuna, for our theme song and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6, rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on the CJTR, CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so follow us and support us. Have a good night. Bye. See you.